have for the Daily Sports Report. Uh, for everybody on the other side of the glass, Ryan Kassoff, Eli Sherman, CJ Stone, and Andrew Shapiro, my name is Mike Lewandowski. Stay tuned for Gray Matters. You've been listening to 88.3 WCBN FM Ann Arbor. We're going to leave you with a good night and a go blue. Navarre gives to Perry. Perry through the middle. Touchdown, Michigan! And the Wolverines have won it in overtime. Michigan wins by a score of 27-24, and the team storms the field to mob Chris Perry. WCBN Sports, 88.3 FM, Ann Arbor. WCBN.org. Grabs on to attempt it for the Wolverines. Holds her breath at Arbor as Navarre gets set. Places down. Kick is up. It's long enough. It's good! It's good! Michigan wins the game! Michigan shocks Washington, and the Wolverines are victorious! Well, uh, good evening. It's uh, about 6.30 p.m. here at uh, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim DeWire. No shutdowns here at Gray Matters. Not yet. Not now, not ever. Well, yeah, the shutdown is... I don't know. The the thing that is very frustrating about this is... uh, the the media coverage i think is falsely portraying this as sort of a pox on both sides of the the potomac and uh it's quite simple you know you don't hear you hear all about the tea party and their adherence to the constitution and it's uh, very interesting because the constitution in section 7 article 1 uh enumerates quite clearly uh whose responsibility it is for raising revenue All bills for raising revenue shall originate in the House of Representatives, but the Senate may propose or concur with amendments as on other bills. It's that simple. And John Boehner, as I said many, uh, actually this is almost a broken record because we're in a new kind of weird vocabulary about how Washington conducts business. You know, fiscal cliffs, sequestration, (laughs) continuing resolutions. This is uh, simply no way to run the railroad. And I think what is going to be necessary are a couple of maybe mini stock market crashes. Uh, It's interesting that today, just for the record, uh, you know, the Dow Jones Industrial was down uh, 130 points. Mm -hmm. NASDAQ down 15 points. Or NASDAQ down 37, uh, S&P down uh, 15. And the Republic, this is a battle within the Republican Party. That's quite clear. Uh, I think that yesterday's um, New York Times uh, front page story about the, the money behind this, uh, this operation 
uh, is really instructive. It's interesting. That you mean the, all this sort of uh, months ago pre-planning? Yeah. Uh, a defunding toolkit created right. in early September included talking points for the question, what happens when you shut down the government and that you are blamed for it? Uh, the orchestrators, of course, of this massive uh, amount of conservative unregulated money. By the way, some of these are quote-unquote tax-exempt organizations. That's right. Uh, that in it's, of itself is frightening because uh, they're not supposed to be engaged in this sort of activity. <laughs> uh, charitable, they're not charitable foundations. And you have a kind of slimy group of characters here. I mean, Ted Cruz looks like a used head cheese salesman. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly the man is a bonehead who doesn't even understand the message of green eggs and ham. Yeah. You know, standing up and reading that as part of his filibuster. Dude, the the moral of that book is don't say you don't like something until you've actually tried it. Maybe you will like it. Oh, that's what Obamacare is all about. Right. And, of course, the fantasy, the, the mental illness. I mean, I think some of these people need to be disqualified from owning weapons from, from this point onward because they're clearly mentally ill. Obamacare is not going to be uh, repealed. Uh, yet they keep making this promise uh, until Obama leaves office. Uh, he will simply veto the bill. And we know a little bit about Ted Cruz's uh, citizenship. Hmm. Uh, born in Canada. Had to renounce his Canadian citizenship. There are rumors that they're talking about him running for president. I don't remember that he's allowed to run for president. No, he's not. Just like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, not allowed uh, by the language of the Constitution. You must be native-born to be president. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't know what his game is. I know that he's, uh, doesn't understand how the constitution operates and it's kind of odd that the Tea Party is always talking about the constitution while conveniently ignoring most of its, uh, basics. Um, I want to see Ted Cruz's high school diploma. <laughs> uh, I don't think he got through the seventh grade. Uh, th this is stuff that you, you cover in civics. In junior high school in our public schools this also I think would explain why uh, <clears throat> in Texas there's such an urgent uh, desire to uh, inject creationism into the public school curriculum <clears throat> it's a competing theory <laughs> uh, well uh, the Scalia was talking about in some sort of uh, casual conversation with some media outlet that he believes the devil is an actual person. Oh, Ted That's, Cruz? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, we all know Scalia is insane and uh, bitter and cantankerous, but... Uh, oh, boy. Uh, and what's been remarkable for me, you mentioned the media coverage, is the way that Fox News operates as a sort of an almost Al-Qaeda agent uh, spinning the utmost uh, fiction out of this thing. Uh, you had the awkward instant where some World War II veterans wanted to go to the World War II memorial. Park rangers were there to allow them in because this was a pre-scheduled thing. And uh, Fox News is covering the event as the liberal shutdown of the government, cruelly preventing these, you know, sacred vets from having access, you know, Obama, so, you know heartlessly uh, right. denying them access. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, dude. Obama didn't shut the government down. No. 
And we know factually that if John Boehner uh, put a clean continuing resolution onto the House floor, uh, it would pass. So John Boehner needs to decide whether he wants to be Speaker of the House or leader of this kind of dysfunctional uh, lunatic asylum. Uh, Barack Obama will be president until January 20th of uh 2017. Um, he can veto any repeal of Obamacare, which, of course, cannot pass the Senate. Uh, well, that's just, I mean, that's, even if the Democrats lose seats uh, in the 2014 elections. That's the crazy thing about this is that there's a re- there's no votes. Yeah. There's no votes. The, the numbers aren't there. This is like playing a football game and saying, well, you know, we refuse to accept the uh, result of the game. You know, we lost. Uh, we will not play any more games unless you give us the points we need uh, to win this game. But that's not how the game is played. Yeah, and they keep using this phrase, the people, the American people are behind us. And, and we're winning when all the polls show just the opposite. It's fascinating that in the 2012 election, uh, Obama won 51 percent, 51.1% of the popular vote, according to Elizabeth Drew's uh, post-election analysis in the um, in a recent uh, edition of the uh, New York Review of Books, the edition dated the 26th of September. And she also notes that in the uh, 20, the, you know, the redistricting as a result of the 2010 elections, Republican House majority represents 47.5% as opposed to the 48.8% for the Democrats, or a minority of the votes for House in 2012. So the problem here are the, uh, the, the, the gerrymandering situations in uh, states that the Republican parties took over in uh, state elections in 2010. Those, of course, were critical uh, elections in which turnout was light, and uh, the Republicans, uh, as John Nichols has repeatedly pointed out in The Nation magazine, uh, actually have more state government power than at any time since uh, 1928. Um, I think there was a stock market crash in 1929. Mm. Um, so I don't know what it's going to take. It, 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 you know, the, the, the mavericks, so to speak, on Wall Street, uh, some of them certified financial criminals, uh, realize that the Republican Party is uh, out of touch with reality. And they, the, even they are denouncing uh, these absurd tactics that are apparently going to continue until we get to the fiscal cliff on the 17th of October. Right, and so at that point I suppose we can expect to see some sort of uh, corporate overlords come in and knock a few heads together amongst the uh, Republican Party and say uh, come on boys uh, gotta keep business rolling here Uh, the idea that uh, you can play this sort of game of chicken with essentially the world economy because if uh, the U.S. defaults this is going to be a startling uh uh, event and of course we'll see the repercussions in uh, the world economy. And there have been uh, defaults by other governments. Uh, the British defaulted in 1931 in the middle of the uh, global uh, recession mm-hmm. that be- became known as the Great Depression. Argentina defaulted uh, several um, years ago. 
and uh, both of their economies suffered uh, real real pain and real problems thereafter. Well, it takes years to, to recover from that sort of a and outcome. C- certainly the bond rating for the United States should be downgraded uh, at this point. Um, it's interesting, too, there's a lot of discussion about um, Article 14, Section 4. figured I'd uh, read this uh, for the... Uh, Uh, Well, the enlightenment of the Tea Party. The validity of the public debt of the United States authorized by law, law, including debts incurred for payment of pensions and bounties for services in suppressing insurrection or rebellion, shall not be questioned. But neither the United States nor any state shall assume or pay any debt or obligation incurred in aid of insurrection or rebellion against the United States or any claim for loss of emancipation of any slave, but all such debts, obligations, and claims shall be held illegal and void. <laughs> because it's interesting, there's been some uh, sort of locker room academic discussions that Obama should invoke this amendment and coin a platinum coin. <laughs> And say that this platinum coin is worth a trillion dollars to raise the debt ceiling mm, right. on his own. Uh, as for the uh, discussion of rebellion and insurrection, well, I would argue that's happening right now. Indeed, I was just going to say insurrection or rebellion. I think we've got that. Um, you know, if I refuse to go to work and show up and do my job, I'm probably going to lose my job. Uh, does the House of Representatives continue to draw paychecks? They do. They do. And guess what? They haven't passed any bills since they were uh, sworn in in January of earlier this year. Uh, what these guys have been doing all year, uh, other than planning uh, to... Uh, well, going to uh, coffee cake sessions with the Koch brothers. Yeah, and that's what's interesting about this front-page story in yesterday's Sunday New York Times by Cheryl Gay Stolberg and Michael uh, McIntyre. It shows that the driving force behind these... Uh, various uh, so-called tax-exempt organizations are uh, David Koch and Attorney General Ed Meese. Back in the news. <laughs> A scoundrel who, uh, it must be noted, uh, was duly egged uh, in his one appearance here in the great city of Ann Arbor while serving as uh, Ronald Reagan's Attorney General. Um, Eugene Chadbourne has a good song about... Ed Meese, our attorney general, isn't fit to be uh, slopping hogs in jail. Uh, but, uh, yeah, of all people to show up, there's a a shining man of integrity. And, of course, the groups include, uh, oh, let's call them the Tea Party Patriots, Americans for Prosperity and Freedom Works, uh, the Club for Growth, uh, the Generation Opportunity and Young Americans for Liberty. Both Andrew- Generation Opportunity is supposed to sound all catchy and like it's a youth organization. Yes. Not Gen X. Generation Opportunity. Both aimed at young adults and upstarts, whatever that means. <laughs> uh, the Heritage Action is new, too. Founded in 2010 to advance the policy prescriptions of its sister group, the Heritage Foundation. Uh, So this is uh, who's leading this charge. Ted Cruz, of course, is quoting uh, at a gathering for the uh, Heritage Action for America in Dallas. 
uh, back in August. He said, quote, you are here because now is the best time we have to defund Obamacare. This is a fight we can win. Really? <laughs> it's a fight you've already lost twice because since the Supreme Court ruled it uh, constitutional, it's pretty much what you call a done deal. Well, it's a done deal. And as I say, Obama will be president uh, until uh, 2017. Uh, he's certainly not going to sign any repeal of Obamacare. Certainly lar large numbers of people are uh, registering and enrolling. And that's the thing. The 1st of October was the beginning of the uh, convoluted, uh, uh, shall we say, uh, web... <laughs> dysfunctionality of uh, signing up for Obamacare, lots of states with, uh, with problems there. It's also interesting to note, by the way, that, that there were no unemployment numbers this past Friday. Uh, the BLS, Bureau of Labor uh, Statistics, has three people on the job. <laughs> the rest have been furloughed t uh, temporarily. And uh, I, I, my own proposal uh, for simply uh, cutting the spending that Boehner is now suddenly talking about, he realizes Obamacare can't be repealed. So his talking points uh, conveniently shifted yesterday in which he now wants to negotiate uh, issues about the budget. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what Congress is supposed to be doing and they're not doing. So uh, John Boehner, uh, who looks like he has a sort of permanent migraine at this point, uh, should not be getting a paycheck. In fact, he should be back in Ohio mopping up the bar that he uh, grew up in. <laughs> Maybe that would give him some humility. But it's fascinating to note that just a couple of weeks ago, uh, Ben Bernanke announced that uh, basically the, that he was going to continue the bond purchasing of the Federal Reserve uh, to continue the, quote, stimulus uh, knowing full well that uh, he was dealing with lunatics uh, in the House of Representatives and that it was fairly likely that uh, there would be uh, this kind of game of chicken or whatever you want to call it. So I would recommend uh, for the uh, House of Representatives to pick up a copy of uh, Alex de Tocqueville's Democracy in America, which uh, has one interesting theme about the tyranny of the majority, and start reading about the tyranny of the minority. Because it's a little unclear how they can keep getting away with these statements about the American people are on our side. We're winning. Um, what they're winning, of course, are illegal uh, campaign contributions that continue unabated. And I do believe that the FBI should conduct an investigation into some of the members of Congress to see if they've uh, sold the market short because uh, the market has mm -hmm. gone down quite a bit since uh, the 18th of uh, September when Bernanke made this announcement, uh, and I suspect it's going to continue to go down. We, of course, are in the fifth year anniversary of the financial crisis, and you will recall that the overwhelming uh, Republican caucus in the House of Representatives voted against the TARP stimulus, uh, when that happened, the stock market went down 771 points, one of the largest crashes uh, in American history. And uh, Bernanke and Paulson went to Congress and said, you got three days to pass this. If you don't pass it, uh, you're not going to have an economy anymore. And we're looking at another Great Depression. 
Now, of course, there were manifest problems with TARP, but uh, at the time, uh, it had to pass. <laughs> well, as there are with the Affordable Care Act. It's not perfect. It's not what everybody wanted, but at least it's better than what was there before. And which you was can, nothing. And you can tinker uh, with it. Right. There's room for further growth and, and development. That's what Congress is supposed to do. Uh, so I don't understand. Uh, I mean, the fundamental grievances that they have uh, are borderline uh, cuckoo. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I get the mental... Uh, I, the the straitjackets need to come out. We, we need to round up some of these members of Congress and... <laughs> Uh, put them in straitjackets and, and make sure that they never are allowed to uh, possess uh, guns under the Second Amendment because they're clearly uh, crazy. Cuckoo. Yeah, delusional, uh, not in touch with reality. Uh, and, of course, there have been 41 votes on repealing Obamacare. I think it's up to 41. It might be up to 42. Um, this doesn't go anywhere. The car is still in neutral. Uh, so it's, uh, it's very troubling, and I, I, I wish that the media would report more accurately on why we have uh, this high debt ceiling, wh why the debt is so high. Mm -hmm. And if they did that accurately, it would uh, show that the, it was the Cold War, the Vietnam War, and Bush's uh, disastrous uh, war in Afghanistan and Iraq, uh, in which, by the way, the Republicans gave away tax cuts to the wealthy— uh, in the midst of these wars, right. creating this fiscal imbalance that's, uh, well, uh, you can go check out your basic world almanacs to uh, investigate why we have this debt problem. Uh, well, and as we've talked about down here, even when uh, the hostilities in Iraq and Afghanistan should come to a conclusion, haha, uh, we'll be continuing to pay for them into the foreseeable future with the uh, serious amounts of uh, injuries and maimings that our troops have endured. So I don't know when John Boehner is going to uh, get out the mop, but he's going to be, I think, mopping up some blood in the House of Representatives. Uh, speaking of the Afghan uh, war, uh, there is a really outstanding article in the October 7th edition of The Nation magazine about the uh, civilian... Uh, war deaths in Afghanistan. Uh, for the record, in this uh, uh, article by R Bob Dreyfus and Nick Terse, um, they report, and this is just the American perspective on the war because they never talk about the Afghan civilian deaths. And while they note that m many and most of the deaths are actually caused by Taliban forces and, quote, foreign forces, unquote, uh, which is a vague description of some of the insurgent groups operating in Afghanistan. They do note that the um, Afghan war, from from the American side of the ledger, has uh, caused uh, cause it has resulted in 2,200 dead, thousands wounded, and 640 billion dollars of federal expenditures. A couple billion here, a couple billion there. You're talking about real money. That's a quote from former Senator Everett Dirksen. Um, he was the minority leader from Illinois during the 50s and 60s. 
And uh, Joe Biden had a line during the last election. Uh, this Republican Party is not the Republican Party of your father and grandfather. Very true. And it's interesting to note that Michigan Public Radio uh, today had a report that there are now three Republican congressmen here in the state of Michigan uh, losing to a generic Democrat as a result of the government shutdown. Um, most people, of course, are not going to feel this immediately. Uh, okay, you can't go to the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> um, or other national parks. But uh, it's interesting to note that uh, federal... Um, you can't buy a house right now. Mm -hmm. You cannot buy a house in the United States of America. Uh, mortgage uh, documents have to be certified by the federal government regarding uh, the, the validity of your application to buy a house. So while there's no immediate effect in six or seven days that anybody is feeling, quote-unquote, uh, the pain will start soon enough. And John Boehner's permanent migraine facial expression says it all. He doesn't know what to do. And he thinks the redcoats are coming. Well, he, yeah, he wants to uh, have it both ways uh, to, you know, placate the Tea Party and also to say, well, they're just part of the grand old party. Uh, but let's face it, the Tea Party's in the driver's seat. And uh, when you have people like Ted Cruz and Michelle Bachman uh, leading the agenda with uh, deranged talking points, um, you you think that anybody with a brain would be embarrassed to be a Republican? Well, and the other thing that's interesting about this um, article by Cheryl Gay Stolberg and uh, Mike McIntyre in yesterday's New York Times is the, is the the lack of numbers here at some of these gatherings in which they're trying to repeal health care. Um, there was a uh, meeting in August in uh, Dallas. Nearly a 1,000 people showed up. Wow. I thought Texas had a population of 25 million. Hmm. Um, and, of course, you know, it's the, it's the voting returns that are the, are the problem here. Uh, they're, uh, re the red states are so red, the margin of victory is so enormous by uh, some of these representatives, quote-unquote, and senators, that uh, they are more worried about primary challenges than... The American economy, apparently. Right. But last time I checked, most of the Senate are, are millionaires with heavy stock holdings. This is why the Senate is uh, not so enthusiastic about this government shutdown. And many in the House have large stock holdings. Uh, perhaps a market correction of 10 to 20 percent, uh, like a public hanging, may wake some people up. <laughs> Paraphrasing Samuel Johnson there. Right. <laughs> Well, uh, what, today's the 7th? We've got 10 days before the 17th. That's the deadline for uh, the debt ceiling. Uh, how long will this go? Uh, I think it's going to go up to just a couple days before when, uh, as I say, I think corporate uh, heads will step in and knock a few uh, heads together and we'll, we'll see some last-minute progress. But uh, up until that point... Well, John Boehner is going to have to surrender one way or another. Right. Yeah, that's just it. There's there's no winning this one for him. So it's either you. So just keep with the talking points. That's that's what's remarkable is that the 
at the end of the day, there isn't really a coherent strategy here. It's talking points and mindless propaganda. Well, and there's Fox again, uh, who have, you know, why it's called Fox News, they should be legally challenged on that because it's, it's newsfotainment. Yeah. It's uh, a, a, a sort of a deconstructed rendering of the news. I mean, Fox News is to actual hard facts as uh, a White Castle hamburger is to a, a healthy meal. It's it's so heavily rendered and processed that uh, you can't uh, tell the sodium from the uh, cereal fillers. Where's the meat in this? Oh, there is no meat. It's just ideological you know, rhetoric. Yeah, and it's interesting to note, by the way, that that some of these uh, so-called leaders of the Republican insurrection, so to speak, are, <laughs> you know, they're 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 Ted Cruz, they're Marco Rubio, who, I mean, this guy can't make up his mind about what he thinks, but because he thinks they're, you know, he's presidential material. Um, they're pandering to this this segment of the Republican mm-hmm. par- primary because of the of the primary issues, and um, it's it's strange that Newt Gingrich is starting to look like a moderate. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, who would have thought? Well, Karl Rove too is not even though you know on uh, election night he was right there on TV on the uh, panel on Fox News saying, well. No, it's too early to call Ohio, even though it was already pretty clear that Ohio was definitely going to go Obama. Uh, now even Karl Rove is saying, well, these are unreasonable tactics. This is not how you pursue an agenda. Uh, so when Karl Rove and Newt Gingrich begin to appear like moderates, it's clear that the Republican Party is off the tracks. Just to remind you, you are listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I'd like to thank Andrew for engineering again this evening. I saved an interesting uh, chart back from a uh, a filibuster regarding gun legislation following the uh, tragedy in Connecticut uh, last year. And, of course, it shows the margin of victory by some of the uh, Republicans. Uh, and it, it's just fascinating. I mean, Jerry Moran in Kansas won by 43 percentage points. <laughs> Uh, who, who's he worried about, a Democrat? <laughs> uh, these numbers are staggering, but what's interesting is, well, Saxby Chambliss, by the way, is not running for re-election, but the, the most vulnerable uh, Republicans uh, in the 2016 election, because remember, this is going to be a presidential election. Hillary Clinton might be on the ticket. Who knows? Uh, who the Republicans are going to come up with, I don't know. <laughs> Their bench is looking... Kind of like, uh, I don't know, a lot of injured, reserved type people. Well, Paul Ryan was pretty thin, fair. Uh, he may be their strongest uh, leading. Yeah, or a battle between Ted Rubio, uh, Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz, who apparently isn't even eligible. We are out of time. Uh, do stay tuned. Uh, we'll go over the politics and the economics and the history of this disaster, because I suspect there will be a market crash or correction mm-hmm. within the next week. So we'll talk about this next week. Good night. Moses, Moses, don't you let King Pharaoh overtake Moses.